I'm Nick Abrahams, and welcome to Web3, From Mystery to Main Street, the podcast where we talk about how technologies like crypto, DeFi, NFTs, and the metaverse are being successfully embraced by mainstream businesses. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Web3, From Mystery to Main Street. And as you know, what we try to do is to make Web3 relevant uh, to organizations large and small. And today I'm delighted because it, it is truly one of the great examples of how Web3 can help a more traditional organization in, in a truly remarkable way. And so we're going to talk about the Penfolds Wine NFT project. And joining me today is Christy Kite, who is the Penfolds Chief Marketing Officer. Hi, Christy. Hi there, Nick. And also Sam Fallick, who is the Blockbar founder and president. And Blockbar is the Web3 technology company that worked with Penfolds on this amazing project. So, Sam, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Nick. Really looking forward to it. So, Christy, first up for you, uh, amazing uh, project. Could you give us a little bit of the backstory of the Penfolds NFT project? Yeah, penfolds and NFTs, um, new news for sure. We're, we're really excited about this one um, and mainly because it's a, it's a new growth platform for us, a new way for us to interact uh, with consumers in uh, a wide, wide new world uh, that we're still learning about. Um, so what we've done first up um, is joint forces with Sam at Block Bar uh, and Sam uh, and the guys there have been such great uh, partners for us as our first crack of this. We have done two drops. Our first drop was a barrel of McGill Cellar 3 wine, which is a really exclusive, scarce product that we have uh, not available at retail level, not even available at our cellar door. We make 10 of these barrels, so 10 to, to, to 15 maybe a year, handcrafted by our chief winemaker, Peter Gago. So we've sold this barrel as an NFT, the entire barrel has not been put into barrel yet. Um, so that was our first drop. Um, it will be put into to bottle eventually, and that will be broken into 300 NFTs at that point down the track. So we sold that as one NFT. Our second drop was like, what, how do we take what we did first time around and, and create something a bit different? And we launched into uh, gifting which uh, Sam's um, business at Blockbar created a wonderful gifting platform, so we were the first to have a go at that. And, again, using the Gil Cellar 3 barrel concept, but this time it had already been bottled. So it was 300 NFTs this time off the bat um, through, through the gifting platform, which was an excellent way to do it. And, of course, these offerings are not only wine, but they're wine plus experiences, their wine plus experiences plus personalization. So, uh, you know, that, that's our first go at it. It's, uh, it's really exciting. It's a, it sounds fantastic. And it's the, um, I, I guess what was the, what was the genesis of it? Did, you know, uh, were you, were you and the marketing team sort of sitting around one day, uh, sort of sharing your bored apes and, uh, <laughs> thinking we gotta, we gotta get into this. This crypto pug <laughs> thing is, is just right for Penfolds. Yeah. I'll tell you. NFTs have been uh, floating around the marketing space for a little while now. We're probably thinking about what to do here for the last six months. You know, a lot of what you see out there is more around digital artwork, 
um, collectibles, things like that. So we were considering what to do. We have a number of global partnerships and collaborations that we were considering. And then, um, yeah, we, we spoke to Sam at Rockbar and worked out actually um, tying something to a real product was a great first step for us. So that's where it started. And then it's more about working with, with Sam and the team around what is the right offering to put in here, uh, which is where we came up with, with the barrel concept. And, and Sam, we'll hear a little bit uh, about how that all worked in just a moment. But just one last one, Christy. So, so what happened when you pitched this at the senior leadership team? Was uh, were people like, "Oh, Christy's been <laughs> drinking too much of the product," but, uh, or did they, uh, or did they embrace it? Did they like the idea? You know what? They embraced it. They embraced it. There's a little bit of. Um, can you tell me what an NFT is again? But you know, most people have. Um, they know what it is, and you know, um, Penfolds is innovative. Um, it's really at the core of what we are about, and we have a positioning, and this is born really from our founders, um, Mary and Christopher Penfold, back in 1844, who came to Australia with um, a vine cutting and planted it in, in Earth that had never seen a vine cutting, and that is unwavering self belief. And these guys are were pioneers at the time, and then. Over the years, um, we continue to push boundaries. You know, Penfolds Grange was a completely new concept in Australia at the time, back in 1951, a completely new way of winemaking. Um, and over the years, um, we've done new and interesting things. We recently launched um, a California uh, wine under Penfolds. So 20 years ago, someone with the foresight in our winemaking team decided to plant vines in California. The first time a, a big brand like Penfolds has ever done anything like that, um, we launched a champagne out of France and did a collaboration there the first time that's been done. So when we go to management and talk about doing things for the first time, they are open to it, um, which which is excellent. So the it's gone well. Uh, more on that later, but it's gone well and, you know, it gives us all confidence. It's, a, it's fantastic. I know, you know, those those stories are great because... You know, with organisations, you really do need to have that openness uh, to innovation. And the way you're planting in California and involved in France, we may see Penfolds being the first to plant in the metaverse. I'd, uh, yes. I'd, we might hear a little bit about that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a couple of months' time. Hey, you heard it here first. You're on, that's right. You're on foot. Uh, so, Sam, let's talk about um, the technology. Um, you know, someone or someone like you and your organisation is critical for for Christy and her team. And enorm- you know, the, the teams that take these sorts of chances really do put put their jobs on the line to some to some in some respects. And so it's wonderful to have a great technology partner. Can you tell us a little bit about the business that you found in Blockbar and so what it does and how it works? Yeah, for sure. So uh, the way we describe Blockbar is the world's first direct to consumer NFT marketplace for wines and spirits. Um, when we looked at the NFT marketplace or the NFT industry as a whole um, about a year ago, we were looking at the, an industry that was exploding. Um, yet it still seemed uh, like it had a lot of obstacles for entry for a lot of regular everyday consumers, where ultimately someone who's interested in participating in Web3 or buying an NFT, you have to create an exchange, which is not easy. Then you have to somehow link a wallet. And then ultimately you end up buying 
you end up logging into a website that you've never used before, buying art from an artist you've never heard of before, and paying in crypto where there's not a lot of uh, customer service or customer support if something goes wrong. So it's pretty intimidating for, a, you know, an older demographic, a less tech savvy demographic. So from the onset, our goal was to simplify NFTs, uh, make it approachable and attainable for, you know, the masses. Uh, and we, our goal was to sell NFTs directly from luxury brands. And we saw such power in the simple technology of non-fungible tokens that we didn't want it to just be a marketing play. We wanted to utilize the NFT technology to solve an actual problem in an industry and to make uh, and to improve an industry. Um, and really, you know, Christy is being modest. She was an incredible partner to work with from the start. She understood immediately after the presentation. Um, her team was amazing to work with, very efficient. Uh, they trusted us along the way and, you know, it yielded incredible results. Uh, but I'm not sure if you have any specific questions about the technology or how we use it. Um, but happy to, happy to talk about that as well. Yeah, why don't we why don't we drop into that a little bit? Um, I guess firstly, for for a lot of people, NFTs are you know something of a foreign concept. Maybe yeah. just a little bit about the NFT technology, and then about how, how how does your solution work? What's the actual proposition when I go and you know I buy one of these NFTs? How does that work? Yeah, of course. Well, for people who don't necessarily know what an NFT is, um, it stands for non fungible token. Uh, at the root of the word of that acronym is the word fungible, which means interchangeable and indistinguishable. So a great example of a fungible physical good that people are familiar with is poker chips, where if you have one poker chip and I have one poker chip, we can exchange those poker chips. They're virtually indistinguishable from one another, and that's what makes it interchangeable. When you think of non-fungible, uh, a, a great example of a non-fungible physical good would be artwork, um, for example, the Mona Lisa, or real estate. Uh, and if you have anything that's a non-fungible asset, in order to prove its value, you're going to have to prove that, number one, that it's authentic, and number two, that you are the rightful owner. So the way you do this with real estate is through deeds and titles. The way you do this in the digital world is through tokens, which means a uh, proving authenticity and proving ownership through a public digital ledger called the blockchain. So in very simple terms, an NFT is a unique one-of-one -one asset where authenticity and ownership is proven through a public digital ledger called the blockchain. Uh, a little bit more about our solution. Uh, what Blockbar does is we sell NFTs directly from luxury brands from in the spirits and the wine industry. Each NFT is backed by an actual physical product, and a consumer has the digital version of the physical product, uh, and at any point they could resell it on the platform, gift it to loved ones across the world, or at any point exchange the digital version for the physical version. So in very simple terms, someone who, you know, has never heard about NFTs or wants to know anything about NFTs, the consumer owns the physical product, Blockbar stores it for them for free, and then we issue them a digital version with which acts as proof of authenticity, verification of ownership, and the right to have the corresponding asset delivered. So in an easy way to think about it is we operate like a traditional e-commerce platform where you hear about a product, you buy it online in Blockbar, you're able to pay through either cryptocurrency, wire transfer, or credit card. Uh, then you have the option of having the physical product shipped to you immediately. But now you have the added bonus of having that product stored for you by professionals in a temperature-controlled facility, um, and then you can have it delivered on demand. Fantastic. And, and I imagine that having the name Penfolds behind it gives people that trust that, oh, well, it'll, you know, the wine will be good and, and it will be uh, kept at the right temperature, et cetera, until I decide to redeem it. 
And uh, so, Christy, you mentioned the idea of gifting and so forth. Can you give us a sense of how, how's the project gone? And also, uh, Sam talked about this. This has been designed for people who aren't necessarily, you know, buying uh, things in crypto or, or buying NFTs regularly. Can you talk a little bit about your, you know, the target market and and who who is it that's buying these and how's it gone? Yeah, uh, it's been a success, like beyond our expectations. Like it's, you know, that first drop, we sold that barrel um, of McGill Silver 3, it's 130,000 USD. Not cheap. That sold in under 12 seconds. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. You, you, you could do with that, those sort of numbers. That's right. Um, and then our second drop of the gifting platform, um, that Sold in under 10 hours, which I believe Sam was a new record for that level of drop. Um, so that was, uh, that was a, a great success as well. We've got all oh, this time it's 300 NFTs. Those were each, uh, seven, uh, USD each, uh, per bottle. So, uh, for that to sell out so quick as well, we were just blown away. So it has, uh, it's been a success in that respect. When it comes to gifting, it's really interesting actually. We loved this concept of, of gifting NFTs because not only is it a new and interesting way to, to do gifting, um, but gifting is really important in the world of luxury wine. And in fact, the number one or two reason that consumers get into luxury wine in the first place is because it's been gifted to them by someone. And they have that moment of trying a beautiful wine and they can't turn back because it, it's just completely blows them away. So You've got them hooked. Now we've figured out what you're doing. That's right. But it is <laughs> it a cost me a lot of money over the years. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as soon as you get that gift, you're hooked up for that. So I'm, I'm not going back to a fifteen dollar bottle. Of that's right. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, you pick you pick your moment, and um, we're all for um, the everyday wine moment. By the way, we're not yeah. all about, of course, buying grange and drinking that on a Wednesday night. There, <laughs> there's absolutely a role uh, for your fifteen dollar wine, and we have that in our portfolio. Um, but um, yeah, luxury wine in particular, which we sort of categorise anything at you start to move into that luxury wine category. So, you know, we, we as a brand, are, um, we have aspirations to be a, a global luxury icon. I argue that we are a, a wine luxury icon at the minute, but when we talk about being a global luxury icon, we're talking about aspiration like Mercedes, um, like Gucci, um, like Rolex. So, it means that you, uh, your product is more than just a product, it's an experience and it brings something to the moment. Um, and again, you know, gifting is beautiful for that because Penbox is known for marketing the moment. You know, weddings, babies, significant birthdays, uh, all of those types of things are perfect for gifting. So to cut a long story short, that is why we love uh, this gifting program it's excellent and just one other thing um just on to um what we were talking about before with blockchain and authenticity and that is really important for us and for the wine industry and particularly if you're an investor in wine because wine over the last few years has really been gaining traction in that space so being able to have something in the blockchain um, and provide authenticity is an excellent thing um 
and Penfolds in particular has had great um, growth on the secondary market in the last few years. Um, a bottle of 1951 grain, which is the first vintage of Grange, um, recently sold for $150,000. Wow. That's Australian dollars for wow. one bottle. Um, I think when I first started on the brand three years ago, we got very excited because we cracked um, $100,000 for that bottle. So in the last three years, it's gone 100, then we had like 120 or 30,000, and now recently 150,000. Um, a full set of Grange uh, recently sold for $400,000. So the concept of using, um, you know, NFTs for trading is a really good one. You know, it actually is. So it, we're, we're excited about where that can take um, the industry and Penfolds. So that, that's amazing. I mean, the trading side, I know it, it sounds like the gifting was sort of the most important driver, but obviously the mm. trading is, you know, becoming significant. I, I completely mm. see, I love the vision of Penfolds as, as that true luxury brand. And, it, you know, you can sense that's where it's absolutely at and heading towards. But, mm. um, just with the trading side of things, uh, I mean, where, where could, if, if someone was listening to this now and thinks mm. I wanted to buy an NFT, of a Penfold one, you know, where, where could they go? Is it, is it available on, on open seas or how, how would they do such a thing if they could? Yeah. So, uh, all of our items are listed on blockbar.com, uh, okay. where they, we have a marketplace, uh, where you could filter by a category, you could filter by price points, uh, and you can see all of the tremendous Penfolds bottles that are available there. Uh, we're also built on Ethereum. So our products are also automatically listed on OpenSea. Uh, so consumers are welcome to go and purchase on OpenSea or on blockbar.com. On our website, we have the added bonus of having the ability to pay with fiat. Uh, but for us, we don't matter where the, where the transaction happens. Uh, again, we're, we're just happy that we're, you know, working with such a prestigious brand and being able to solve a problem for a lot of these consumers. Right. And if people to, were to buy it, I encourage everyone to go straight to blockbar and, um, and buy up big. But how hard, how hard would it be for someone if they bought it? To bought an NFT to then gift it on. Is that a, is that a relatively seamless process? Yeah, it's extremely seamless. Um, one of the great things about this, um, as Christy was saying, wine is such a tremendous gift, whether it's celebrating a wedding or buying it for, to celebrate a future occasion. But when, when you're dealing with wine, storing it on your own is a little bit difficult. And then if you have to worry about, you know, shipping it to somebody else overseas or worrying about tax implications or, uh, you know, worried that the physical product may damage, damage along the way. Those are things that you don't necessarily think about until you have the physical product. So one of the great things about this gifting platform is, you know, you buy the bottle, it's sitting in the facility stored by experts, and then you could send it as a gift and it's as easy as sending an email. So the item could be gifted exponential number of times, an infinite number of times. Um, it could be resold an infinite number of times, but the physical product never actually leaves the facility until it's until it's ready to be consumed by that by whoever decides to. It's fantastic. So for those who are who are uh, watching in, you could be one of the coolest kids on your block by uh, going straight here and uh, getting an NFT to gift. That would be certainly something to talk about. So I really encourage that. And um, just just I uh, just want to talk a little bit just about the experiences that you also get with the NFT because I think one of the things that we've seen with thing you know with the sort of club feel or the, the VIP 
experience that you get, whether it's, you know, it started with bored apes and, and those sorts of tokens. But can you talk a little bit about, you know, what are the, what are the special experiences which are sort of heightened why people might be interested in the NFT? We offer, with the first drop that we did, uh, which was the barrel, a full barrel of wine, we offered a, uh, tasting, a personalized tasting with Peter Dago, our chief winemaker. Now, Peter is a bit of a, um, a celebrity amongst winemakers, if you like. So access to him is like unheard of. It's really really tricky to get. So we're offering uh, a tasting with Peter to run through the wines and talk about that. If you're at McGill uh, coming to Australia, we host, we will host you, um, take you to the special McGill Cellar 3 at our home. Um, So that's a really, it's a money can't buy uh, experience, that one. Uh, We also are offering personalisation. So the 300 bottles that came from that barrel, we are offering a special um, personalised plaque uh, on that gift box where you can put whatever you want on there at the anniversary. And it might be a date, it might be right. your name, um, anything like that. It's uh, So that's a really unique thing to have as well and, uh, and it's been really well received. Personalisation on the up. Like that's, people love personalisation. I could imagine. That's fantastic. It's sort of the, you know, what has been the promise of technology for so long and, and now here it is. It's yeah, lovely. yeah. And, look, it's going to get um, bigger and better, I think, as well when, when we start to go further into NFTs and metaverse uh, and how, you know, having access to an NFT might then unlock another experience or an opportunity for you to get access to another product before everyone else. So those are the things that we're starting to think about. Uh, moving forward, which is kind of interesting. It's, 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 it's fantastic. I was speaking to a client the other day who was talking about, uh, you know, they had a particular NFT drop, which would then entitle, uh, the buyer to, to subsequent NFT drops. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and it was very interesting because they were, they'd come up with the idea that this was just like buying shares in a company and you had a, in effect, a dividend stream over yeah. life. So it's very interesting the way we're seeing you know, traditional concepts actually morph as a result of the technology. Uh, so I guess just um, uh, maybe uh, maybe one final one uh, for Sam. I guess, Sam, uh, what do you see as the future of NFTs and, and sort of, you know, do you see this, is, it, is this a flash in the pan or is this, uh, is this something that is that is here to stay? No, I think it's definitely something that's here to stay. Um, I think that right now there's a lot of noise about it and there's people scrambling just because they don't necessarily understand it. But I think that, you know, a couple of years down the line, this is going to be a very normal part of everyday life. Um, it's about onboarding more people into Web3 and making more people understand. And that's one of the great things that Penfolds did with BlockBar on this, where traditionally, when you think of high-end wine, it's usually reserved for uh, kind of an older demographic. And when you think of NFTs, it's kind of reserved for a younger demographic. So one thing that we're trying to do is bridge the entire age cohorts where Gen Z, millennials, boomers all understand the product and all understand the offering. It's introducing high-end wine to Gen Z, to the younger demographic, and it's introducing NFTs to the older demographic in a very digestible um, and approachable way. So I think that this is just the beginning of NFTs um, and Web3. I think that, you know, there's a ton of benefits that are going to be utilized by a lot of consumers. For example, when you look at this partnership, you know, Penfolds wasn't just doing an NFT to do an NFT. They could have done that whenever. Um, this partnership was really about speaking to a younger demographic, 
solving a problem for, you know, the already current existing demographic um, and really connecting with their consumers where NFTs provide the ability for transparency and provenance and interacting directly with consumers. Um, so, I, you know, hats off to Penfolds, such an amazing brand with such a rich history, but also so on board with innovation. Um, and yeah, I think that this is just the beginning for, for Penfolds and for many companies entering into the Web3 space. Fantastic. It is, um, and in many respects, it's a, it's a marketer's dream, isn't it? The NFT, because it's a real expansion of that loyalty program. Yes, exactly. Stay really, really tight with it. But I guess one of the things that I'm trying to, um, reinforce to people is that everything in the real world is, is owned. And, um, you know, at some stage we'll get to in the digital world, things will be owned and NFTs are the way of proving that ownership. And what, what Penfolds has done here is, is actually have, you know, the melding of the physical good with the NFT technology, which is great. Yeah. And, and now, Christy, just a final one for you, which is, um, what advice would you have to other folks at more traditional organizations who might be thinking of this, you know, of, of somehow involving themselves in NFTs? Have you got, um, any thoughts? Well, one thing, if, if you're a marketer out there and you're not thinking about NFTs, then you need to start. Um, we're going to have winners and losers out there um, over the next few years, but I, I think you've got to have a go. Um, so don't wait. Don't wait for the perfect time. If we'd waited for the perfect time, um, we, we wouldn't have done anything yet. Um, dip your toe in the water. Um, have a go. Um, the thing about NFTs is you must be consumer first um, because you're going to get some real-time feedback here it's not like you're, you're selling into a distribution chain, the distributor sells to the retailer, the retailer puts it on the shelf and you sort of wait for the consumer to pick it off the shelf. Um, that is, um, you know, fast-tracked. You're going direct um, and you're going to know whether it's worked or not pretty quick. You're going to need to adapt. So you've got to be agile. Um, but that's what we love. That's why we're in marketing, to understand consumer behaviour um, and meet the needs of that consumer. So um, I think... Uh, if the world is the oyster, get creative, think differently. Um, we get so excited um, in our marketing department thinking about NFTs, thinking about the metaverse, because really there is so much out there. So you've got to start. So, you know, that, that's the main thing, I think. Um, you know, it's going to be an interesting ride um, and, uh, you know, in, improving consumer experiences. Is a great thing and it's going to take you, take your brand to the right place, I think. So that's my advice, Nick. <laughs> that is, that is sage advice, uh, Christy. It's fantastic. Yeah. Well, it's also, you know, you've been, you and the team have been fearless in this because, you know, many folks that I speak to about NFTs or metaverse, there's a lot of hand wringing going on about, oh, we're not sure. Mm. Da, 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 da. So, so congratulations. To, to you both, because it's, it's clearly been a great partnership. Um, that I really appreciate uh, you coming on today. We've, we've learned loads. And I think, you know, that final message, which, you know, for, for every mar- marketer, uh, that's listening to this, if you're not thinking about NFT technology or metaverse, then, um, you know, you, you should, uh, should, uh, uh, get into it. So thank you for spending time with us today. Thank you very much, Kirsty. And thank you very much, Sam. We wish you all the very best, uh, with this project and, and your other projects, which I'm sure will be 
uh, manifest. And um, I would encourage everyone to head straight to Block Bar and um, and grab those NFTs and start you know, gifting, trading, or drinking. So yes. thanks, everyone. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you all. Thanks for listening to Web3 from Mystery to Mainstream. Nothing in this podcast is legal or financial advice. Have a great day. And remember, every organisation needs a Web3 strategy.